What's good, y'all? Welcome to the Rate Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 132. Today, I got my good friend, Dylan Fillion, on my podcast today. I've had him on before. You guys know who he is. But we we both, like, we, we did some talking in. We decided we needed to do another podcast to talk about some more stuff that's going on in the news and politics today. How you doing, Dylan? What, what have you been up to lately? I'm doing very good, Ray. Thank you for having me. Yep. Thanks for coming on. Like I said, we had to do it again sometime. Uh, absolutely. I, I had a good time last time, and we're going to have a good time this time. Yeah, like um, we need to do these more often. Like I'm um, particularly even Gen Z podcasts where where I get a bunch of uh, uh, us Gen Zers on and just do a whole bunch of discussing. We need to do that sometime as well. Absolutely, I think it's important to talk to each other about the certain certain issues that our generation faces and that our country faces. So uh, our elected representatives know know and understand what what we're thinking is really important for this country and its path forward yeah that's good so what's going on in the latest news of you've been covering president trump's rallies a whole bunch of them i've been seeing all over twitter how's how they've been going well they have been doing good obviously we came off of a big win from the iowa caucus uh this past week so it's been tremendously well uh uh, the trump team is full steam ahead and uh we're ready to go up against the general election against joe biden and I saw that Ron DeSantis dropped out today, and I, I'm glad that he endorsed Trump, but I just, I get that we're on the same team, but we must not forget what what they did to MAGA. Um, and, and honestly, after this race, his career is over, and I hope he can find a good place to work because uh, he's not, uh, not going to be welcome uh, into MAGA, and MAGA is the Republican Party. Yeah. Well, as a Christian, I can forgive, like 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 Jesus said, um, pray for your enemies. So I think we can. I I'd be welcome. I have no problem welcoming them back into the into the fold. Like, but even Bill Mitchell, I'll even welcome him back, even though he's said the most nastiest stuff, and he's still saying nasty stuff about President Trump after DeSantis has officially dropped out. Oh, 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 oh absolutely. I mean, we can be forgiven, but here's the thing: is like these these people. Uh, like, I mean, we've had so much people in in our movement, botch our movement, and grip. We should welcome those people back whatsoever. Um, these people had a purpose. They they did it on purpose, and they meant to do it. So, yes, I do understand forgiveness is a good thing, but these people have done things that I don't think can ever be forgiven in my opinion. Maybe you could say they're not, they don't deserve it because none of us deserve to be forgiven. But um, like Jesus said, we have to be able be willing to. So, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that, but I'm, I'm just saying we, we can agree to disagree on some things, but uh, in my opinion is uh, it takes a long time to uh, gain somebody's trust back and uh, they're, they're going to have to earn it if they want to be, welcomed back in this movement but for right now we need to join together and help defeat crooked joe biden in this coming election uh this guy has destroyed our country um is america's future and destroying the american dream and the american way of life so we need to make sure we band together put our put our feelings aside and start winning because uh Right now, currently, uh, we should be focused on crooked Joe Biden and defeating the Democrats because these people have destroyed our country and are destroying our futures. Yeah. Yeah, because like what we need to do, what we need to focus on is like starting to come together and unite because we have to have we have to get the right together and get the middle, the people in the middle together to actually go up against Biden and the Democrats. Because here's something. If we, we. we have to unite with them. The reason is because if we can't unite, we're just going to lose. Because like um, a lot of these DeSantis supporters, not all of them, but I mean, the vast majority of these DeSantis supporters are going to um come back over to, to the MAGA side. But um, the people like Bill Mitchell, these influencers, well, in my opinion, a lot of them have been paid influencers. We'll just leave it at that. They're not going to. They're actually encouraging people not to vote for Trump. And they're actually trying to get people to rally around RFK Jr., the reason is because RFK Jr., like um, 
even though he, because he's a Democrat, he says some anti-establishment stuff, but he's not really anti-establishment. What they want is, because they know RFK Jr. is going to take more votes from President Trump than he is going to take from Biden. That's been a fact. And now what they want to do is they want to take even more, just enough to prevent President Trump from winning. So well, we, we, we just have to come together, man, because otherwise we're, we'll just lose and then, and then we'll lose our country forever. Ray, I absolutely agree with you. And I, I do agree we need to put our feelings aside, like I said earlier, and come together. We need every single vote, especially in this uh, rigged election system. Uh, obviously, our elections are, um, are tainted and have a lot of problems. These machines, we need to get rid of them. Uh, and even, too, I uh, heard that we had some election integrity issues with Johnny. Uh, with uh, with the caucus uh, where they ran out of slips of paper and uh, they say Nikki Haley won that by one vote. Uh, it, you know, I, I don't honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if we had election integrity issues in Johnston County because it's a Biden plus 40 and the Democrats uh, love uh, love rigging our elections for some reason. But I do. But in a way like I, it, that county is questionable, but it who that matters is president trump won the iowa caucus um he won 98 out of 99 counties which i don't think has been done in a long time and actually he broke a lot of records uh with this past iowa caucus win um and like you said ray we do need to come together and uh put our feelings aside and make sure we defeat crooked joe biden on i think it's november 3rd uh november 3rd correct I thought it was November 5th. I, okay. I'll check. Okay, November 5th of 2024. So um, I, I just always think of uh, 2020, November 3rd. And, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, like um, in, in a way, I actually think President Trump even won every county because like the only reason Nikki Haley won that county was because a lot of Democrats showed up intentionally, switched to Republican just to vote for Nikki Haley, then immediately immediately right after switched back to Democrat. The only reason they did that was just to vote for her because they did not want President Trump to win. And she only won that county by one vote. One vote. Oh, oh absolutely. And uh I I I don't listen, like I said, I I don't know for sure if there's election integrity issues down there, but um I do agree. There was some shady stuff going on over there. Yeah, hundred percent agree. So, like, um, when did you you went to the caucus and you voted? Correct, I believe. Yeah. Uh, like, um, I was your... actually I, I I was actually a caucus captain. I represented my precinct. Good. Did President Trump win your your precinct? Yes, President Trump won my precinct in a landslide. Yeah, he won mine as well, too. So, yeah, we, I mean, there weren't a whole lot of people in mine because technically I live in a suburb, even though I consider it to be part of, a, of Cedar Rapids. Yeah, but still, though, I still consider it like that. And he won in a massive landslide. And here's something that, that I noticed, and I'm, I'm curious if you noticed. The vast majority of Nikki Haley supporters, they were actually just older, older women, older boomer women. So, and, and literally the vast majority of us were actually, most of us were like around, um, in, a, in at least their 30s, up. Pretty much, the, except me, really. I, me and one other person were in, were in our 20s. And the, everyone else was older. And President Trump won in a landslide at my precinct. Yeah, same with mine. Uh, and uh, I, I would say Nikki Haley's... I, I mean, it's really a mixed batch. Uh, I, I know that, I know for a fact there's not much, but much uh, Gen Z people uh, supporting Nikki Haley. Um uh, a, a lot of the Gen Z people are supporting President Trump, as they should, uh, because uh, P- President Trump has done so much things for our generation and uh, and can be really appreciated. Yeah. So, um, uh, what would what did you think about Vivek actually dropping out when he did? Like, do you think he do you do you think it was a good idea for that time? Should he have done it sooner or later? Uh, I'm curious what you think of that. You know, I I hope I, I you know I think it's good that Vivek dropped out and endorsed Trump, but I think he could have uh, done that a lot more sooner. Uh, we probably could have 
honestly ended this primary a lot earlier if he dropped out too. And yes, I do understand that uh, he was splitting the vote with Nikki Haley, but at the same time, I feel like this thing could have ended a lot more sooner. But I, I'm glad that Vivek got his uh, got his voice out there. Um, I'm still I'm still uh, iffy about him due to the uh, t-shirts that said "Save Trump" or whatever. I, I did not like that. Um, it, it was kind of not a good look, and that really did not uh, did not uh, put a happy face on President Trump. But uh, um, the one thing I'm glad is that he's supporting President Trump, and he's supporting him all the way now. And uh, I think I think Vivek has a very good political future ahead of him as long as he stays with MAG and stays loyal to the movement. That's yeah. that's what I think. And uh, Laura Loomer has talked about this many times. Um, and uh, I think I think he's looking pretty good so far. Yeah. What did you think? <clears throat> the ne- and at, the day after the caucus, Vivek was actually at um, President Trump's rally in New Hampshire. And um, after he got done speaking, Vivek sp- spoke. After he got done speaking, the crowd started chanting VP, VP. What were your thoughts on that? Like, do you think there's any chance that President Trump may select him as his VP? Uh, I think there's a chance, but it's, I think what I think about Vivek is I think he's going to have a, I think he's going to have a cabinet position. Uh, I, I hope he does have some position because uh, he fights really hard and defends the movement and, and always wants America first. And I hope he stays that way. Uh, I could see him having a cabinet position. I couldn't see him having a vice president spot. And by the way, if he gets a vice president spot, good for him. And I'm happy uh, for him because then then he'll be able to fight for us. So, mm-hmm. and and alongside President Trump, and he'll be able to defend him. Uh, mm-hmm. But but like I said, I I hope I hope he has some duration, and I hope he does well. Yeah, I hope so too. So, um, uh. So you think DeSantis is do- is also done too? Like me, I'm just going back and forth between where you think all these candidates are going to go. Um, what do you think happens with DeSantis next? Now that he's officially dropped out as two. Well, I think DeSantis will go back to being the governor of Florida, and I think he should finish out his second term and not run for political office again uh, because uh, he pissed off a lot of people. Uh, he lost a lot of respect from me and a bunch of other MAGA people who will never forget what he did to MAGA uh, and to backstab President Trump uh, and basically just just uh, committed political suicide. So it's it really uh, it really is a sad thing. I really thought DeSantis would. I I mean, honestly, uh, Ray, uh, do you remember a couple months ago when people were saying Ron could be the first pick in 2028 for president i i think honestly ron DeSantis probably could have walked into the presidency in 2028 if oh, he didn't yeah. run this if he didn't run this election but he's lost so much respect from a lot of people and really made himself look so bad and really just ruined his career I, and that's all due to the back end stuff back end things mm-hmm. like staff uh people working on his campaign etc Mm-hmm. it's it yeah. really is sad to see it really yeah. is if he had just waited he just he just waited till 2028 the presidency and would have just been his to lose no one else would have been would have been able to come close to him absolutely and you know what uh the people of florida did not donate 80 million dollars or, or i should say maga the the maga people uh they donated 80 million dollars to his gubernational campaign is because he committed to running for a, a second full term as governor of Florida. They did not donate $80 million to have him run for president and run around Iowa and all around the country. Mm-hmm. That is not, that is not what he committed himself to. I, I, I honestly see, here's the thing is Ray. I wish Ron DeSantis was honest with the people and said, Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to run to be, your second term governor as senator from Florida. And I, I wish he committed himself to being the governor of Florida instead of 
running for president because that really I saw a lot of dishonesty there. I mean, we don't we don't donate that much uh, to uh, to run as one position and then oh you all of a sudden switch to another position. It's just really not really not that way at all. Yeah. What did you think about all the DeSantis supporters um, actually complaining that saying like um, within like, was it 34 minutes or something like that, that the, that the Iowa caucus race was actually called like, um, and they were saying that was election interference. Did you hear about this? Uh, well, no, I, I barely even listen to any DeSantis supporters anymore. I, I, re- I really just lost. Uh, I, I mean, I, I just don't listen to them period. Um, I, I know, I know MAG is the right way and, uh, mm-hmm. it's always been that way. Yeah. But yeah, Bill Mitchell, especially was complaining that saying, calling it with like, um, with 1% in, um, even though it's just going based on polls is election interference. I mean, like, like I said, I would, I, I would prefer that they wait to call elections till like, um, like there's at least 50% in at minimum, maybe even more, but I, I but I still think, because here's the thing. President Trump was going to win this no matter what. There, anyone who who tries to deny that, you're delusional. Like I'm literally all of these DeSantis supporters, like Bill Mitchell, for example, were, were delusional by saying DeSantis was going to win this election, win the Iowa caucus, and in a landslide, and President Trump would lose. Yeah, and they're saying that by calling it that early was election interference. But here's something interesting. I'm sure you didn't hear, but I told um. I'm FEMA. Yeah, yeah. I told her and everyone else in one of her spaces. Bill Mitchell committed um was, was engaging in election interference himself that day because you know how like it was so cold out out on on that day and it was snowing like um it was like nine degrees below. He Bill Mitchell literally tweeted out by saying older Trump sh- supporters should stay home and not go out and vote. That's committing that's um that's engaging in election interference. And I tweeted at him, why are you engaging in election interference? And the thing was, he actually deleted the tweet too. So, yeah. Well, I don't know what to say about that. It, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, the, the way he's been going the last uh, few months since Justin uh, has been in the race. But uh, like I said, it's uh, time to unite and we need to be crooked Joe Biden. Yeah. Now here's the now here's the million dollar question. What do you think is going to happen with Bird Brain Haley? Uh, I think Nikki Haley should just go register to be a Democrat and get the get the heck out of the Republican Party. Uh, I really, I mean, it, she's just terrible. She's the wolf in sheep, sheep's clothing. She's probably the she's probably the biggest enemy to the party right now. And and I and I have no idea. Why in here in Iowa and even there in New Hampshire, they allow uh, people who uh, who are Democrats to participate in the Republican primary. And they say that there's going to be a lot of Democrats participating in the Republican primary. I I mean, you might as well just call it a how do I say it? a general election at that point, if you're just going to have Democrats just participate in it, because it really is just stupid. And yeah. I, I think uh, I think they I think New Hampshire and Iowa should change their laws saying that you cannot register the day of it, it really or, or actually I'm sorry I don't think New Hampshire has that I don't know New Hampshire that well but I they know Iowa oh, oh okay they do have it then I think they should change this elect this coming election because uh, and upcoming elections because that is really a bad thing and can be tainted towards a certain way. Yeah. Like, like a lot of Democrats, they switched to just vote, vote for Haley and then switch back immediately. It didn't work here in Iowa because the reason why Iowa is a red state, so it wasn't going to work that well. But New Hampshire, on the other hand, New Hampshire is a purple state. And and then it's going to be much closer than, than you. it's going to be much closer than it was here in Iowa. But I still think President Trump will win by by a pretty good majority. It will be it'll be pretty decisive that he wins it. Oh, I agree. But at the same time, uh, we got to have strong election laws, right? In mm-hmm. order for in order to have strong elections, uh, like here in Iowa, we have. Uh, 
Our election systems need work, but compared to other states, Iowa has it better. Mm -hmm. uh, This past Iowa caucus, um, the one thing that's great about the Iowa caucus is it's, it's paper. They count it by hand. And there's no machines involved. There's no early voting involved. It's either you show up the day of voting or you're not voting. So that's the great thing about Iowa. And it was counted swiftly and fast. We knew the elections results by the end of the night. Everyone went home knowing one one won, one lost. And, and that's yeah. the great thing about it. And I wish our elections ran exactly how our Iowa caucuses were ran. Because yeah. those, were, those were ran really well. Except I do wish... Uh, the Republican Party did not allow same-day registration. That is yeah. really, like I said, that's the that's the crooked part in the election that can really uh, taint a result. Yeah, and they counted the ballots actually in front of the people at my precinct. They said if you w- if you wish to watch, you can. And a bunch of us were actually just right there at the desk and just well, they were sitting down at their at their table and they were counting them by hand. So, yeah, I think every pretty much every election should should have that. I do not like these voting machines whatsoever. I think that every single ballot needs to be counted by hand. And if it takes a while, so be it. Still count it by hand. I am not a fan of these machines. Absolutely. Uh, You can change these machines to have a certain outcome. That's a scary thing, too. And they can be hacked, too. Uh, There was, I think there was a guy, actually, this week I got told by somebody that went up in front of a judge and showed how you can hack the machine and taint it towards a certain result. So it, it really is, it really just shows our elections uh, uh, have some work to do and uh, we need to fix our elections uh, because we, we cannot have a constitutional republic without free and fair elections. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. Like um, even during like um 2020, they were, they were able to show that these machines were connected on the online on the internet and like um you could literally and you, and you could just remotely go in and then change then change votes whenever you want to and then these these certain companies i won't say any of their names um they were they they were asked can we the people see the algorithm these things that are managing these things and these companies told them no you can't see these the algorithm so if you don't have anything to hide you're in but you're not letting anyone see anything you're at least at the very minimum being super de- deceptive. Oh, well, and Ray, too, you got to also talk about, too, like, for example, in Georgia, I think the reason why Brian Kemp hasn't gotten rid of these machines yet is because uh, he's, I think he's paid out by the company, if I got that correct. Hmm. So, so then that, so then they pay off, uh, so then they can pay off Brian Raffensperger and Brian Kemp, but then at the same time, like, uh, why? Because they're paid off. So, and it's actually been shown that some people are actually paid off by these companies yeah. uh, to yeah. not fix our elections. Well, I'm going to throw one, throw one at you, on you. I think a lot of the reasons the why we're in such a big hole that we are in right now and why the country has gone down so much, I think a lot of it has to do with Brian Kemp. And here's why. Let me explain. Like, I'm... Um, I, if if um Kemp had just looked into the voter like um the election fraud that Trump that President Trump had asked him to, then th- then um what would happen was we would not have lost those two Georgia Senate seats, because the reason why people didn't go out and vote in that um ru- um Georgia runoff was because they f- because they felt like um well if the process is rigged why should I go out and vote and then so at Georgia at that time was a red state and um so you had people in a red state not go out and vote horrible and we lost those two georgia senate seats if kemp had just looked into it we would be in a much better situation now and people would have actually went out there and voted well uh well ray like i said our elections need work and uh i think uh i think mike pence also if he did his job on january 6th maybe we we probably would have seen more of the fraud uh Mm -hmm. but but you know what? We've seen the kind of person Mike Pence has turned into, and it's really sad to see the kind of path that he's gone down. It, it really is, because uh, I, I thought he was going to be somebody great someday, but unfortunately yeah. that didn't turn out well. Yeah, he never even belonged in this um, Republican primary. Well, no one did be, because we all knew President Trump was going to win, but still, though. Well, I mean, who knew? Uh, I mean, first off, like we didn't realize – 
uh, Mike Pence and Asa Hutchinson were still in the race. Like, I mean, nobody cared that they were in the race because they had virtually no impact. Yeah. Apparently during the primary, um, like, um, during the caucus, when I went in there and went there and voted, apparently Ava, Ava, Asa Hutchison was still on the ballot, which was pretty curious to me because like, I, I didn't know he was even still in the race. Well, well, Chris Christie, uh, uh, and, and Ray, that's actually a good point because Chris Christie and, uh, Asa Hutchinson, uh, got their i think they got their signatures to be on the ballot but still mm -hmm. even if you drop out and you qualify to be on the ballot you can still be on the ballot you're just not considered uh uh but the people can still vote for you and actually uh you know it's so funny ray is uh in my precinct chris christie got zero votes <laughs> yeah and i uh, just i just thought i'd say that because it's kind of funny same thing in mine yeah. Yeah. President Trump had 27 in mind. DeSantis had seven. Haley had six. And Vivek had one. Surprising. Yeah. Well, well, me, I live in a pretty, well, me, my precinct was actually pretty small, relatively, actually. It's kind of surprising because don't you live in Cedar Rapids area? Y yes, I do live in Cedar Rapids, but. Technically, I live in like um, the suburb area. Technically, but I still consider that to be part of Cedar Rapids. Okay, because like I know, I know, uh, in the suburb areas are pretty big, so that's kind of surprising. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But still, but still, though, it's the same thing though. Well, there were actually two um, Trump caucus captains at my precinct as well. Same, same with mine. I, I was one and the other guy was one, but it, it was good though. Cause uh, we had two, two, uh, people watching the vote count. So it was good. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to become a caucus captain because mainly because I wanted to get one of those hats. So yeah. Yeah. That was because they were, because they were white with that, with that special gold um lettering. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my friend um Hike Martman is in the chat. He goes by Boring Life. He said he says, Hi Ray. And you're like, hi, hi there, Hike. Good to see him, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um hi Hike, he's part of my crew, actually. He's actually one of my crew. We call ourselves the Magabulls. What we are is basically like um we're we're just anti we're just all influencers in some way. We're all you either podcasters or influencers on, on social media. I love it. I love it. We need uh, we need more people in this uh, business to promote yeah. MAGA and what it stands for. So I appreciate yeah. you guys' work that you do. And Dylan, we'd welcome you into our crew too. Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 Ray, I appreciate your invite, and uh, I I think I'll accept it. So I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. After this, um, you you can go meet the other guys. Like um, they're all they're all really cool people. Really cool. They seem they seem like cool people. A lot of uh, there's a lot of cool MAGA patriots in our movement. So I, like, I don't I love like, I love meeting people. Like you know Derek Gibson, the guy that had that shirt that um that um funny shirt with the um let's just say we can't say it here on here, but you know what the word is. Yes, He's part blacks, of the crew. Blacks for Trump. Blacks for Trump. Yes. Well, it, well, it's that. not blacks for Trump. It's the other word, but yeah. But we're he's part we're, of the crew. we're not going to say that word. But I I, yeah. I do appreciate Derek Gibson. Yeah, yeah, Been he's part of the space with them. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, like 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 us, we're we're just trying to spread the anti-establishment movement. That's what our whole goal is. Well, well, that's what we need because unfortunately, some people are very misguided and think they're uh, think they're supporting the right thing when they vote for Joe Biden, which is like completely crazy. Yeah. So, like, um, I wanted to get what your predictions are. With um, how with President Trump obviously being the being the um, the nominee, what do you think is going to happen leading up to the election, leading up to it? I think uh, President Trump is going to actually travel to. Uh, I think he's. Uh, uh, if you didn't see his uh, true social post a couple weeks ago, I think President Trump is going to make stops in areas that we normally wouldn't expect him to make. Uh, like I know for a fact he's going to hold a lot of rallies in New Jersey 
Hmm. And I know he's going to, I think he's going to schedule one in New York. Uh, if you didn't read his uh, true social post, he said he's going to put some money and resources into New Jersey, New York. Um, I've heard mixed opinions about New York and, and I can see, I can see what people think. Uh, like for example, my friend, uh, my friend who was in New York, who was actively involved in New York politics for about three years until he moved, uh, said that tr uh, Trump is wasting his time in New York. And, 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 you know, I think honestly, I see his point on that. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, I could see Trump flipping New Jersey. So he'll probably be focusing on the border of New York and New Jersey. So he can flip New Jersey because there's a lot of goers that go into New Jersey. So mm -hmm. I, I could see, I could, I could see Trump flipping New Jersey based on the last governor election there. Hmm. The Republican uh, barely lost in the last governor's race in New Jersey. So I could see New Jersey flipping and uh, that would really be a big loss to the Democrats. Uh, if somehow that happened, which I'm not sure that's going to happen. I have doubts about that, but if that happened, that would be shocking. Absolutely to me. Well, well, Ray, go look at the last governor's election. Tell us, because uh, I, I really have hope in New Jersey uh, flipping. And uh, Trump said he was going to invest uh, some money into Minnesota, too, uh, which is, I think, great news because he almost won that last election. Uh, both but times. Uh, Both times. But I think uh, this time. I think he, he what he's going to do is I, I like I said I think he's going to focus the the border on Minnesota and Wisconsin because Wisconsin's a uh, very required state we need to win so purple uh, state but I really don't think it's a purple state I think there is a lot of shenanigans going on last election Tr Trump won Wisconsin last election oh, yeah. Yeah. but uh, I, I, obviously obviously there is some shenanigans so. Uh, we're still finding yeah. out things. Yeah. In my opinion, this is just my opinion. The states President Trump needs to focus on are Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Those are the those are the main ones he has to focus on. Because you find it curious, those were all the swing states in 2020. And all of them, for some reason, at the end of the night, just stopped counting. Literally, in the middle of the night. And then, and the, then, um, then literally at some random time in the morning, they started dropping all these ballots when everyone was still asleep. So, yeah, nothing, nothing going on there. Nothing going on. Um, wink, wink. So, yeah, but yeah, those are the main ones I think he has to focus on. Absolutely, those are those are must need states, uh, and I think uh, President Trump will flip Nevada too, uh, because. Mm. Uh, Governor uh, Lombardo, who's a Republican right now, uh, won Nevada and actually almost won Las Vegas. I think he lost. He didn't lose by much in Las Vegas, but I could see President Trump turning Las Vegas red. I could see and I could see the same thing with Virginia, too. Uh, I know for a fact they've been putting a lot of work into Virginia. Scott Pressler has been doing Virginia and Pennsylvania. Uh, Scott has been posting a lot on Twitter about flip about uh, some counties flipping from blue to red. So that's really good news uh, for us. But now when we flip these counties, we got to make sure all of our voters turn out to vote. Cause uh, that's, uh, that's the only way we're going to win this election. We can't just look at the polls and say, Oh, mm -hmm. Oh boy, we're just going to stay home because the polls look good for Trump and I don't need to go out and vote. We need every vote to count here. So uh, that's, yeah. that's the main. Yeah. And, I've heard rumors from this. This is mainly from DeSantis supporters, but still, though, that um, when President Trump is eventually convicted, because regardless of how any of us feel about the crime, about any of these, because he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything wrong. They're going to convict him on something, regardless. And what will happen was, they're, they're saying was, it may restrict of how his ability, his freedom to travel around the country to do all these rallies. So do you see this affecting that in any way? To be honest with you, uh, I I don't see them convicting him because they can't convict him. They they have they have to they have to find evidence of a crime, which there is none. Uh, I and yes, I could see. Oh gosh, well our our criminal justice systems 
like I could see some bad things happening. But here's the thing is, I actually see when Trump gets if this actually happens, which I don't see happen because the justice system is clearly on Trump's side. Trump hasn't done mm-hmm. anything wrong. What crime has he committed? And no. I, it, he has committed absolutely nothing. And look what happened. They they gagged him for his uh, tax returns. Uh, oh, look. Oh, we found his tax returns. We got him illegally, but we found his tax returns. And, oh, he ran a perfect business. Perfect. So, so then now... Now they're trying to go after his business. They're trying to go after everything that he owns. It, it's just family. crazy at this point. Yeah, at, at his family too. It's just crazy at this point. What what evidence do they have to convict him of a crime? They Nothing. they cl- they clearly have no evidence. Therefore, it's a sham trial. And I think Trump is going to become victorious after this because it, it's it's clearly clearly they are trying to arrest him on something that does not exist. So it's, it's, it's truly unbelievable. The reason why I think it's pretty obvious they're going to do it, just convict him is because all these judges in these trials are very liberal very leftist. I think that's why, because Trump, he's not going to get a fair trial, especially in New York, where, um, especially in Manhattan, where where all this is going to be going on is it's, it's one of the deepest blue areas in the whole country. So finding a, a finding a balanced um um fair um jury it's it's going to be near impossible to find that. I think what people have got to understand is we're going up against a system that hates us and actually wants to create a communist system, uh, like China. Uh, it, it's it's truly scary, and what people have got to understand is we're battling a system that truly hates us and wants. And wants to take control of every single one of us, which we cannot let at all, because we're truly on the brink of this in 2024 to fix this. And I, I can't wait for President Trump to get back in that office to start swinging because, man, am I ready for this mm-hmm. system to change. And I'm so ready to go back to our regular system of government. And that's why it's important to elect important people to Congress and to elect America first candidates to Congress and uh, attorney generals uh, uh, in our States. So we can fix this and fix. Yeah. And uh, also they're trying to arrest him on the 14th amendment. Uh, The 14th amendment was created to, um, to I think it was Confederates in jail. It was created. What it, what the whole point the point of it was was to prevent um confederates to to prevent not from holding a presidency but from holding like um what's it called like staffing, okay, exactly. staffing jobs so so it was there to prevent democrats okay at the time to not take to not create an insurrection okay yeah that's the funny part that's that's what it was there for so the fact that the democrats are trying to use that law is like totally like stupid and it has no evidence to it whatsoever and plus what kind of we the people that were there on january 6th did not have any weapons so Mm -hmm. therefore you just disqualify the insurrection part therefore dismissing the oh it you cannot you cannot arrest somebody on insurrection when there has been no insurrection committed it's like saying ray it's like I it's like saying I'm I'm going to convict somebody on the street for committing murder uh but there was no murder committed. So <laughs> it, it's it's just truly uh a disgrace to the justice system. I, I don't know. Yeah. Th- these people there's all I see is just um people saying saying some not so good things. That's all I see. Yeah. Yeah, you just mentioned January sixth. Um, speaking of that, have you seen Dinesh D'Souza's film Police State? I have not seen that yet, but I do want to see it. Uh, yeah. I know, the- I know what it, I know what it talks about. Which, which it talks about all the information that like mm-hmm. we already know already. So, I, I, yeah. I I'm not. Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm sounding like a know-it-all. Yeah, it's it's kind of going over the same exact. Uh, information that we've already learned uh but 
I, I would like to see it though. Uh, Dinesh yeah. D'Souza has done a tremendous job with that. And he's done a tremendous job with the 2020 election because it yeah. truly shows uh, the truth and what has been going on. And, yeah. and obviously, you know how it's doing good when it's telling the truth is when the fake news media starts going after it <laughs> and calling it whatever. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. look at the sound of freedom, the sound of freedom movie release <sighs> media said it was said it was bigotry or some some it said it was a superhero so, movie for for older people for older folks okay that is like the total opposite of that like it's it's showing the true reality of sex trafficking yes and what yeah. has been going on in the united states it truly yeah. is uh and actually speak about that there is actually more slaves than <laughs> when we abolished slavery yeah uh today than there was in the 1800s just uh-huh. and that's that's an actual fact uh yeah. and it's yeah. and it's truly sad and it shows that we have truly like not done anything to stop it really but i'm the united states i think was the, one of the first countries uh to abolish slavery which i am extremely uh happy uh that yeah. we abolished slavery mm-hmm. yep 100 truly hell uh-huh. Yeah, but back to 2000 Mules. Um I'm not sure if you know this or not, but the movie the way the movie ends, it sh- it sh- explains that um that the pe- people from January 6th that were arrested that have been in solitary confinement for like 3 years and haven't been given a trial and they haven't even been charged, uh, some of them have not been. They're just still in solitary confinement. It reveals at the end of the movie that at every night they sing the national anthem to just to, to just try to keep their sanity. I'm not sure if you know that. Well, I'm aware of it. I've talked to some January Sixers, and uh, they they tell me all kinds of things. And I, I'm I'm uh, aware of that. If you've listened to the song, I think it's yeah. called the J Six Choir. Uh, they recorded them singing the national anthem inside uh, their prison cells, and it's 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 yeah. truly it it, it it gives you goosebumps every single time yeah. you listen to it. Yeah. Um, uh, our I, I never thought that there'd be political hostages here in the united states it yeah. really it and it's truly sad speaking of that i actually have the very end of a police state pulled up right here where the the very end of it where they actually sing the national anthem if you want to listen to that because it's it's literally just like one minute Ah, uh, sure let's listen to it sure no problem and and like and this is from police state guys in case you guys didn't know by by dinesh d'souza i'm a huge fan of his yeah all right, all right. See it. Let me turn it up because um, it gets very. Uh, yeah, it's gonna need that. All right, right here. Here we go. Room. We got one in custody. And you won't be able to hide. They have their lists, and you are already on one of them. You may be next. Let's go. Let us pray. Let us hope. Let us work together to stop and roll back our emerging police state. Go. And in solidarity with the political prisoners of January 6th and political prisoners everywhere, let us join in singing this great anthem of liberation. And the whole 
Very emotional, man. That literally that literally happens every single night. They sing the national anthem just to try to keep their sanity. It, it I mean, it, it just gives you goosebumps every single time you listen to it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's truly sad what's going on with our country. Yeah, and one of the members of my crew, the Magabulls, one of them is a, was is a January Sixer, and he actually had to do jail time for it. So, yeah. Truly, truly, and, yeah. and just and just and just by the way, there are some people. And by the way, you're going to have this with every crowd, okay? You're going to have a lot of good people, and there might be a few bad apples in the crowd. But here's the thing: is there are a lot of people that were arrested, not the kind of heinous crime that they committed, but there. Uh, but some people do admit that there were some crimes that they committed. But they weren't as bad as what the what they're uh, prosecuting them as. It's really it's it's really not that like like I mean it, there was a guy that uh, I mean got arrested for that got prosecuted for twenty years for for walking the Capitol grounds mm-hmm. for trespassing. Yeah, it, it's and... it's truly that 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 is just that is just truly insane. Yeah, these people yeah. have wrecked our justice system, and I hope to God when President Trump gets back in there, they he fires every single one of these judges that is weaponizing the justice system against the American people. It yeah. is truly disgraceful. Yeah, and also one of them actually committed suicide because he was given a twenty years sentence because, like, um, he because he, they threw a terrorist charge in there. And he already he already yeah, pled, and he pled guilty to to, to a misdemeanor of, of, of trespass. Well, I don't know if it was trespassing. I think it was like um like a messing up like a uh, proceeding or something like that, something along those lines. And he would have only had it done six months. But after but before the hearing, they added a, an, an enhancement of terrorism to it, which would have given him twenty years. And he committed suicide right after right right after they did that. I, are are you talking about Matthew Perna? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I friends that uh, know his aunt and uh, Jerry, 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 uh, the government truly killed her son, her nephew, or killed killed her nephew. Yeah, uh, and she's. In I apologize too. for the. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's it just shows uh, what our government's yeah. turned into. It's it's yeah. evil, yeah. and uh, I I actually uh, Ray. I've actually signed a thing called the J6 pledge uh, with sign. Uh, uh, when I when I run for office someday, um, it's basically a pledge to commit that uh, you will. Uh, it's basically to have equal justice under the law and to improve mm-hmm. our prison systems, which I'm actually mm-hmm. all for. So me, me personally, I'm actually go for this. Pretty much everyone who's a nonviolent um, offender, per, who's done nothing that's nonviolent, is a political prisoner. When you really look at it, like even someone who, who, even someone who just got caught with drugs, that's a political prisoner. Like, why should he have to be in prison? Why can't he just be under house arrest or something like that? Well, well, drugs, well, drugs is a different thing. But uh, J- J- January six, I, I believe, if it's a nonviolent offender, I believe that they should be released. Uh, drugs is a whole entire different situation, but. Uh, uh, what else do you want to cover, Ray? Um, I don't know if we had anything else to cover. Like, well, I think that was it just to cover the caucus, um, the, what we expect for the election and stuff like that. I think that was pretty much all we had cut. We had set today. Yeah. All right. Was there anything else you wanted to discuss? No, I just, uh, I just want to express that, uh, I, I want everyone to come out and vote on November 5th. 2024 and obviously i want everyone to watch the results of new hampshire and uh just please support president trump and wow. uh just get out there and fight mm-hmm. when this thing yeah because our country depends yeah. on it and uh, ray yeah. i appreciate you having me and thank yeah. you everyone yeah Yep. This year i'm actually planning on doing more journalism like because what i want to do is i want to become a journalist so 
what I'm thinking about doing is like traveling across the country to go to different states and basically just do journalism, like interview interview regular regular people in the streets. Maybe even go to a more Trump rallies in other states, not just when he comes to Iowa, but around in other states across the country. Go to those rallies, interview people, and cover the rallies themselves. I, I'm pro- I'm thinking about doing that this year. I like it, Ray, and I like that goal of yours, and I hope you achieve that. And uh, it's it's nice. So we always want more coverage of uh, yeah. East Trump rallies and where people stand. So I that that'd be well appreciated. Yeah, that's good. Um, I think that's it. That's all, Dylan. So um, before we go, um, where can my audience find you at? Actually, yes, uh, your audience can find me at DylanFillion dot com, and uh, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, at Dylan Fillion IA. You can find me on Twitter at Dylan Fillion IA. You can find me at True Social and Getter at Dylan Fillion IA. And uh, you can find me on Facebook at Dylan Fillion. So I appreciate having me, Ray. Yeah, thanks, man. We got to do it again eventually. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It it was a very uh, great time on your show, Ray. And uh, I love that we covered. And you got to meet the rest of my crew too. So yeah, you can become a full-on member of the Magables with us. So yeah. Absolutely. I'd be interested. Yeah. So. All right. All right. And the link to your Twitter account is in the description below so everyone can go find it. And also, everyone, if you're watching this, make sure to go over and give um, Dylan a follow and help him build his following. He's like me. He's a young Gen Z um, conservative and we're trying to spread the, the, the nationalist populist movement, anti-establishment MAGA movement. All right, guys, and if you're watching, also if you're watching this, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe to my channel here on Rumble. Also, follow me on Twitter at RayStudios29. You can see my handle right here um, at RayStudios29. You can see it right there. Also, follow me on all the social media platforms because I'm on all of those. Also, follow me on all the podcast platforms because I'm on all of those too. All right, guys, this was this was Ray, and this was Dylan Fillion, and this was the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This was episode number 132. Catch you guys later. Peace.